And now it's time for the Beer is Fundamental podcast with your hosts, BT and the Beer Searchers. Welcome to the Neighborhood. What's going on, everybody? This is the Beer is Fundamental podcast, and we want to welcome you to the Neighborhood, where craft beer is always the talk of the town. If you've been following us since, of course, last week, then you know that we went to the Great American Beer Festival, and we had an awesome time. We did the podcast actually from GABF, and we were able to speak with a lot of people, brewers, patrons, and major players in the beer industry like Annie Johnson from Pico Brew. That was an awesome interview. And we and we spoke to, to many, many others and had the opportunity to really look and see some of the many, many gadgets that are coming out as it relates to the uh, craft beer scene. And so we were really happy, happy about about that. Um, there were some awesome beers out there. Some of the beers that, that really stood out were the, let's see, uh, what can I think of? The Coffee Maple, I think it was Acromatic Imperial Stout, and the Extra Extra Juicy Bits Double IPA by Wellworks Brewing Company. The, I'm looking through my untapped, uh, the Strawberry and Basil Sour Ale by Almanac Beer Company stood out. Um, the Vanilla Absentium Imperial Stout by Scofflaw Brewing Company out of Atlanta. Um, the Dragon Mask Imperial Stout by Modern Times was, was banging. The Black Tuesday Imperial Stout by The Brewery was out there in California was really doing its thing. The Sweet Potato Souffle Rye Ale by Oddside Ales was was awesome. The Benthic Bourbon Bale Barrel Aged with Coffee and Toasted Coconut Imperial Stout and the Orange Brown Ale by Half Acre Beer Company was a big one. The Brewer's Reserve Bourbon Barrel Barley Wine and the Brewer's Reserve Bourbon Barrel Scotch Ale by Central Waters Brewing Company was absolutely awesome. And there were so many, many more that uh, you, you really need to you know, keep your eyes on. I mean, they were really standout beers. And, and so do yourself a favor and check out our Great American Beer Festival episodes. There were, uh, you know, we did a pre-episode and then there were two more for day uh, two and three. So really check them out. Also go on the uh, website and look up the winners for the Great American Beer Festival on beerisfundamental.com. Remember that you can reach out to us at 407-350-7909. Call in and leave us a message and, and we'll play it on the next podcast. Tell us what you're drinking. We really want to know. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at beerisfundamental, Facebook at beerisfundamental, Twitter, simply beerfundamental. Email us at bt at beerisfundamental.com 
if you have any questions or want to make any shout outs for the for the podcast. And of course, you can check us out, as I mentioned before, at the website beerisfundamental.com. Leave us a comment. Uh, we 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 provide you with the best in beer news and other great stuff on beerisfundamental.com. We have a, a, a great beer to share with you today. We are going to give a small review of it. Um, however, we're basically going to talk about an experiment that we did with it. So sit back and chill. We're going to take a music break. And when we return uh, after this music break and a commercial, we will get into the topic of the day, which is, and don't laugh at me, beer and plastic cups. Don't cringe. Don't curse me out. I will definitely explain it uh, when, when we return. We'll be right back with more Beer is Fundamental podcast. No, I still try, and she wonders why I, I don't trust nobody. Not even her. No, I still try, and she wonders why I, I don't trust nobody. Not even her. No, I still try, and she wonders why. Fundamental Podcast is brought to you in part by The Red, White, and Brew Crew We want to introduce you to one of the newest advertisers to the Beer is Fundamental family Let's all welcome the Red, White, and Brew Crew They are a unique beer club based in Florida Unlike other beer clubs that get you to pay a monthly fee to ship beer to you The Red, White, and Brew Crew provides discounts to their members at the breweries themselves Neat, huh? For example, as a member, if I go to 81 Bay Brewing Company in Tampa and I am a member of RWBC, then guess what? 
I get 25% off of my entire check. That's right. Say that I'm also in South Florida, and you know how we love to go to South Florida. And we visit South Brewery. As a RWBC member, I get happy hour prices all day, any day. It's just that simple. The discount varies with each brewery, and they provide you with a list of all other participating breweries within your area. To become a member, all you need to do is go to redwhiteandbrewcrew.com. Again, that's redwhiteandbrewcrew.com and simply choose your membership. The prices for the membership are absolutely awesome. If you go to these breweries as much as we do, the membership will simply pay for itself within a month or two. Check them out at redwhiteandbrewcrew.com. You will not regret it. And now, here's your host, BT and the Beer Searchers. Yo, yo, we are back. The track that you just heard is um, Nobody. Nobody by by Sky. Um, he, you know, we know we love uh, music here at Beer is Fundamental and the podcast. You will hear a song or two every now and then. And, you know, we really want to turn you on to independent music because, you know, we love independent beer and we we support the independent music and and the independent artist and so um sky that song was nobody he just dropped a nice little ep the only strange thing is that each song is is barely two minutes long uh plus he does some really weird stuff with the volumes and and the pans me being a former music producer you know I believe in being, you know, creative and, and, and thinking outside of the box. Um, and, and again, he does some very weird stuff with the production, but, but it's still groovy. So, so definitely check it out. Um, plus it gave you the right amount of time to run to the beer fridge and, and, and get some, some beer as you listen, uh, to us. Now, um, movies, movies. We love movies here at, Beer is fundamental. I mean, honestly, who who doesn't like movies? We love uh, the popcorn, you know, making sure we got some candy at the movies. Um, but we really love, what we really love at the movies is good beer. And lately, a lot of the theaters are beginning to sell liquor, wine, and beer. This has become... Uh, I think rather, you know, after doing research, I, I found that this has become big business in, in the movie theaters. Um, according to AMC Theater Vice President George Patterson, alcohol is the fastest growing amenity in the movie industry. Over 70 percent of moviegoers are over the age of uh, 21 and can take advantage of this commodity. Um, and, and with online streaming companies and, you know, the ever so unstoppable bootleggers, movie theaters, you know, they, they've, they've really seen their profits sort of fall. And, and, and the introduction of alcohol sale has become a way to sort of ease that pain. The other great news is that, of course, craft beer is beginning to creep into the theater refreshment line. So that's that's definitely a plus. Uh, some AMC theaters are serving beers like uh, Ruination, Black House. Uh, I've seen some with Dead Guy L in it. 
Uh, so um, even, you know, Goose Island and others are, are making a showing there. So um, places like Flick's Brewhouse, you know, they create their own beer. Um, Alamo Draft House serves beer from Dogfish Head 60-Minute IPA to Stone IPAs to many local favorites depending on the uh, location of the theater. So um, with all that being said, you know, I was looking forward to enjoying some good beer while watching a couple of good movies recently. And if you are like me and you are a Jeepers Creepers fan, then Christmas came a little early this year. After nearly a, I guess it was what, 13, 14 year wait, we finally have got the new Jeepers Creepers movie and it hit theaters. But there was one catch and the catch was it was only going to show for one night. And that was due to some issues with the, the, the history of the director, something that he did. And uh, so the theaters only agreed to show it for one night, and that was on September 26th. And they did that nationwide in select theaters. And um, the tickets went very fast. Tickets went very fast. Uh, I was definitely able to get one, and I, I chose the AMC Disney Theater because uh, I wanted to enjoy some good craft beer. And... Um, they don't they don't have a huge selection, but you can get some of the big boys there. Uh they have the uh little something something by Lagunitas, the Tank Seven by Boulevard, um, they had an IPA, I think, from Goose Island, um the Duvel, and a couple of others. And I, I knew that I would be in good hands as far as getting a good beer uh at the AMC out there at uh, Disney Springs. Now, uh, the the movie was decent. It left several questions unanswered. So uh, if you didn't get a chance to see it, you really didn't miss much. Um, it, it didn't tell why and what the creeper really is and where it comes from. And so, you know, that's really what <clears throat> Jeepers Creepers fans really wanted. So I'm hoping that Jeepers Creepers 4 will come out and finally give us the answers that we as fans really want and uh but it did but this one did not and that leads me up into tonight's discussion the server uh whose name was Stephanie was having some major issues with pouring her beer and it's not that she does not know how to pour a beer she does however there was some major issues with a couple of the beers especially the Duvel and unfortunately, unless you're drinking your beer in the dining area at uh, the AMC at Disney Springs, all of the beer is served in a, a plastic cup. So that's, of course, is, is the number one issue. But, hey, I don't own a theater. They make their own rules. So there's nothing I can really do about it. The major problem is that while pouring the beer in the plastic cup, it left a an extremely large amount of foam i mean it literally took two bottles of duvel to fill the 12 ounce plastic cup i mean she literally went through two bottles of it and you know how expensive that is and and so you know i mean she did she did everything that, that you know you would recommend for her to do she she tried tilting the cup 
She tried to tilt it and then come up gradually to, to uh, sit it upright while pouring the beer. Uh, she poured it directly into the center of the cup. Nothing seemed to help. And this was extremely frustrating to not only Stephanie and myself. And she stated, you know, this only happens when pouring the Duvel and a couple other beers in the plastic cup. She said, you know, it really doesn't happen when you're pouring a Budweiser or Bud Light or, or, or Miller Light, but only with certain of those high end craft beers. And so, um, you know what? I, I promised her that I would get with uh, some of uh, my friends who are Cicerones and other beer experts to try to come up with a solution to the to this issue. And I told her to listen out for me and that, uh, you know, one of these episodes I will I would really get into uh, trying to get her an answer uh, uh, for for this issue. So after speaking with uh, several different people that they came up with a, a suggestion that I need to try out. And basically, that's what I did. And uh, but first of all, we needed to you know, they need to let me know what was the cause of this issue. What's 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 really getting where we can't get, you know, craft beer to pour into a plastic cup if we if we if need be. And again, of course, plastic cups is not, uh, in my opinion and other opinions of others, is not the way to go. But again, some, sometimes you, you're, you're stuck with that. And uh, I was given basically two reasons and it all depended on on the cup. One reason is because of the nucleation uh, sites in some of the cups. That means the plastic has uh, a lot of tiny little pits in it, and that dissolved, dissolves the CO2 that attaches to it and then uh, comes out of the solution causing the, the foam. The second reason can be that the plastic cups are coated in a thin layer of wax and the wax is hydrophobic meaning it, it repels the water when you put the water on the hydrophobic surface the water doesn't like to sit on that surface so it pulls itself into the, that little round droplet shape so that it makes as little contact with the with the surface as it possibly can. And it would, you know, it would rather be in contact with the air than the surface and in carbonated beer. And hopefully your beer is carbonated. Bubbles will form readily on that hydrophobic surface because the water uh, would in the beer would be rather touching the gas bubble than the surface of the cup. So in effect, it, it makes um, pockets of gas against the wall of the cup, which form the bu forms the bubbles. And of course, that forms the foam. So um, how, how did we get past this issue? And um, the only thing that seemed to work, you know, after, you know, they told me to try was um, first freezing the cup, you know, uh, putting the plastic cup in the freezer for uh, about 15, 15 minutes. And, and we did that and we poured the devel and it, it did not foam up as much. There was still more foam than what we would what we got in a glass. Uh, however, it was nothing close to the amount of foam that Stephanie got at the AMC. Uh, that you no, know, again, that she would pour that and and within, I, I think it, it 
it, you you would still be near the bottom of the cup and foam would already be at the top. So um it 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 was much better than what what we got at the uh the theater. We also put a plastic cup in the refrigerator for about an hour. Uh, we pretty much we put it in the beer fridge for about an hour. Uh, we pretty much got the same results that we got with the frozen cup that we had put in the freezer. Um, that I, it was explained to me that the cold from the cup sort of uh, confuses the CO2 and it doesn't uh, allow for it to repel like it, it usually would. So uh, that seemed to, to, to really work. And so, Stephanie, if you're listening uh, take some of those cups and put it in the mini fridge behind the the bar, and uh, or you know, put it in the same little fridge that you that you have where you're keeping your beers, and and and, and try it out and, and see if that works. And give us a call at uh 407-350-7909 or email us. Uh, leave a comment on beersfundamental.com and and let me know how uh that 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 came out. Now. Since we're talking about the duvel, um, we have a, a duvel with us tonight, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a quick review. And the, if you're not familiar with the duvel, it's it's a Belgian golden ale. Um, it's a Belgian strong ale, technically. Uh, it is one of the favorites amongst craft beer drinkers is brewed by uh, the Duvel Mortigat family in Belgium. And uh, it brews for about 90 days with uh, pure spring water. So we're going to go ahead and, and pop this top. As you know, I love to hear that sound of uh, popping that top and my little psh comes out. That's That's just absolutely... The best sound in, in, in one of the best sounds in the world. And so very, very, very nice aroma as um, as we pop it open. Uh, love that sound. Now, again, if this was, a, you know, I, I, I'm not using a, a plastic cup. Um, I'm using a, a, a tulip glass. And uh, I, I still got a good head to it, um, nice aroma to it. That that nice Belgian strong ale aroma. If if it was the plastic cup at the AMC, um, I, I I wouldn't see anything but foam. And uh, this is again one of the the best Belgian beers out there. Uh, something else I learned in my research and, and talking with uh, some of my uh, Cicerone friends, um, they told me this this beer was proclaimed as one of the five greatest beers in the world by Michael Jackson. And that's saying something right there. I didn't even know Michael Jackson drank beer. So, um, this, I mean, I, I guess that gives it uh, an extra thumbs up uh, if, if Michael Jackson uh, liked it. So um, Duvel is is um, is has that pale that 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 pale look uh, again with a nice head to it, little champagne type sparkles in it, and and if you taste it as I'm going to do now, 
there's a hint of pear, a little citrus to it. Um, very nice beer, dry finish, uh, a very good beer. So as we rate this, the taste of uh, 4.0, definitely. Um, drinkability, uh, 4.0, you're definitely going to want uh, another another uh, a glass of this one. The aroma, as soon as you pop the bottle, is there. So that's a 4.0. Um, 8.5 ABV, so the, the buzzability rating is about a 4.0. So overall, this is a great beer that uh, I'm going to leave here as a 4.0 out of 5.0. So if you if you haven't had one and you're just getting into craft beer, you, you really want to pop this one open. Most most individuals who have been in the craft beer have had this one several, several, several times before. So this is definitely one that you want to check out. Um, okay, this is the end of uh, this episode. We will return next time with uh you know and and begin go back to our beers for for a football series um before we go i want to say cheers to to my regular people that i always give a holler to the gb bottle shop uh, and vintage vinos uh check out want you to check out two great shows is on youtube right now that's craft picks craft picks my man anthony doing it big time at craft picks and Beats and Brews on YouTube, um, Beats and Brews. Uh, we also want to show love to the Hop On Beer Tours and the Central Florida Ale Trail uh, here. And and uh, as mentioned, please, please support independent beer, support independent music, and uh, support the independent artists. So uh, thanks for visiting us one more time. In the neighborhood. Hope to see you again. Until next time, cheers. You've been listening to the Beer is Fundamental podcast with your hosts, BT and the Beer Searchers.